Neptune. Welcome back to the Whatnots Captain's Log number 242, the palindromatic 242. I love a good palindrome. Uh, Where every week here on the podcast, we thirst for the taste of legend. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing fine. I look forward to this night every year. One of my faves. It is a special night indeed, because we have Ignacio Rojas back with us again. Ignacio, how are you? Man, I have a thing to talk to with the two of you specifically. You ever <laughs> eat we're in waffles, trouble, Melissa? <laughs> you ever eat waffles specifically, frozen waffles? Specifically, I, yes. I have had them. Yes, great value waffles. I, I I'm know. sure I've had the great value. Yeah, I don't know if that's great the value. Walmart. One. I've I've yeah, tried a local St. Louis grocery store brand of frozen waffle. Doesn't compare to Eggo. I gotta have name brand Eggo. Classic, I don't yeah. know what uh, what's the difference between an Eggo and a waffle. Uh, An ego is a it's it's a okay. it's a major brand of waffle. Okay, it's still like, it's still a waffle. Okay, so uh, it, it it is a part of my rant, I guess. First of all, <laughs> what's the damn difference between a traditional waffle and a buttermilk waffle? I have no idea. Ah, so a buttermilk waffle <laughs> trivia question one <laughs> is actually made with buttermilk, a different type of like creamer uh that yeah. for lack of better to her harms um because right. i as, as, as a, much as i jumped at the chance to answer that i'm actually yeah. not an expert in no, buttermilk <laughs> buttermilk is like a tart almost sour milk uh it not literally in that it'll make you sick it's just got like a real intense tang to it so like that's part of the flavor like a non-buttermilk waffle will be a bit milder and a buttermilk waffle will be like a little bit more enhanced. Like I said, there's a little bit of a, a tang to it. Enhanced. <laughs> okay, so I, I I chose poorly. I should have gone with traditional. But still, it isn't. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter for for my rent because, man, your guys's waffles and by extension pancakes have no flavor. I get why you guys put on so much syrup. <laughs> and butter and whatever <laughs> because the damn thing doesn't have any flavor sometimes I, they don't yeah there are lots of places you can go and it's just like these are flavorless like yeah, yeah sometimes but sometimes they are flavorless by design a pancake or waffle is designed to be a vehicle for a topping that might be how a particular maker intends it other people are like no we made ours more flavor packed. You don't have to put anything on it. I don't think a, a great value buttermilk waffle is going to be the best uh, example of a flavorful yeah, no, experience. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I I got uh, some great value yesterday because I I found out that my local supermarket, which is owned by by Walmart, uh, mm-hmm. imported some mm-hmm. a bunch of great value stuff, and one of those was the were waffles. But I don't know. It goes beyond that. I've had your IHOPs. I've had waffles. 
over there, you pancakes over there. It's, but it's an <laughs> international house, of, house of, pancakes. of pancakes. You can't blame exclusively a Formerly known as the International House of Burgers. <laughs> it's specifically the International House, Ignacio, not the American House of Pancakes. Right. It's not a just like, it's just like your word series. It has nothing of the worldly in it. <laughs> so international. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Believe it yeah, or not, ladies not right. and gentlemen, this is trivia night here. At, <laughs> Believe at it or the not. At the Hi, folks. Um, yeah, we are about to have a blast. But also, speaking of uh, some, some great flavors, I have a new Mountain Dew to try. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I have Mountain Dew Baja Caribbean Splash. Wow. Yeah, it is. It is like a pinkish color here. Uh, it's Baja Blast with artificial guava flavor. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Love me some good artificial guava flavoring. Um, but it's it's a uh, summer 2023 limited time alongside Baja Passion Fruit Punch, which I will have next week here on the podcast. So stay tuned for get that. excited. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Baja Caribbean Splash. That's good. I like that. It's yeah. refreshing. It's just, it's yeah. just Baja Hooray. Blast, but it has like a... Like, it's not as sh- sharp. Like, it has, like, a smoother edge to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, a good Baja Man. Blast has a, a sharpness. Man, yeah. Mountain Dew, what, an, what another disappointment wave. for me. What another disappointment. It's just Sprite with a, with a ton more of sugar. I love me some sugar, though. Sugar's great. Uh, Is there love me some artificial Ignacio, guava in- flavoring. In the time you have spent in America, was there a, a thing you did enjoy? Was there a taste you did like? I mean, have you heard about my rents on, on McDonald's? No. Uh, yeah, you have some great fries. Uh, uh, Good. Specifically Good to hear. The, the, what are they called? The, uh, the ones that spiral. Curly fries. Curly, going, fries. curly fries. From yeah, Arby's? I don't know why I'm going. From Those anywhere, really. Yeah. We don't have curly fries here. The, wow. Yeah, even though we have Carl's Juniors, they at most they have waffle fries. But man, I love me some curly fries. That and and a good Seven Eleven uh, sushi. There you go. Yeah. There you go. To be clear, good. if oh, you did not know Ignacio's out or an icy, Chile. I can also go for an icy in Chile. Mm-hmm. We're here in America. Uh, the mm. United States, the home United of the curly fries. America is a country, the whole continent. I'm sure. sorry, Carl, you just <laughs> failed. Trivia. America. America. <laughs> this has been full of all sorts of secret tests. Soda good, waffle good. What's specifically American? What is it? I hop bad. <laughs> I've only had I hop once. Good stuff. Uh, okay, well, let's. I, I, I say we, we kind of jump right in. Let's explain some yes. kind of ground rules, how everything's happening, all that good stuff. Uh, and then we can break for housekeeping real, real fast and then get to the trivia itself. 
Um, so yeah, this is our annual trivia night. This is our what? Our fourth year doing it? Yes, I think? maybe. Yeah. This is our fourth year on the main feed, uh, and the initial one was on Patreon. There you go. Yeah, um, it's a blast. We decided to do Joe it every year. Hence, an annual thing that we've been doing for four years now. Um, but we each have 10 questions. They can be multiple choice, tr- true or false, um, all that good stuff. You know what? We, we, we haven't ever discussed a, like, write-in thing, because I, I don't know we if haven't. we have, like, paper ready. That might have to be <laughs> something we do next year, where it's, it, like, or, oh. like, as a tie breaker yes, if we sure. need one right of, like it's not multiple choice you just have to know the answer and it's so yeah. death yeah um all it all we need is for us to each buy a small whiteboard and one marker and there yeah. we have it yeah i absolutely. can find 10 sheets of paper five yeah. right. if, I <laughs> it, if i do it both <laughs> good stuff uh yeah so we each have 10 questions to ask the group uh and that's Basically, yeah, that's the rules are. There are no rules, really. It's just some good old fashioned trivia. We have many a game we play on the on the on the captain's log. Which ones have a pizza stakes? What are the ones that have an actual prize that you win? We I I feel like we're bad at actually following through at the, the 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 pizza bets here. I think I still owe Ignacio like twenty dollars on the PlayStation oh, Store. Right. Uh, no, from you, like two you, years Gino ago. and Alan all owe me twenty. <laughs> so granted, we we never followed up with the with the last one that we did. Yeah. So I don't know um, who won that one. I yeah, I have no idea at all. But yeah, um, you three owe me twenty each. I'm I'm okay to do another pizza bet if that's what we want to. Do winner gets a pizza. The two layouters each give them like ten bucks to mm-hmm. go buy them a pizza or something like that. Uh, but if you guys don't want want to, that's okay too. Huh. But yeah. pizza's all. I don't know. We'll say if we win, we'll pizza do it. Good. I if I win, that. we'll do it. Okay, <laughs> I fully agree. I will Venmo ten dollars to okay. Chile. Pizza bet is on then. Whoever wins uh, gets wait, wait, wait. Only if I win. <laughs> if you win, there's no pizza for you. <laughs> I'll still eat one. I'll eat one to spite spite you. All right. Um, I'll get one from I I IHOP. Does IHOP make pizza? Does, oh. Do they have pizzas? They, they no, have a they, lot of stuff. They probably have had. They have burgers. They probably right? had a, a they pizza they burger the... at some point. Some sort of a pizza breakfast scramble. They were the house of burgers at one point. Right. Yes, that was briefly as a marketing stupid. stunt. They were IHOP. Yeah. I hope, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, but I think this is the first year that, that Melissa, you you are an official like trivia quiz master. You've been yes for the past year at a local bar hosting trivia. That's exciting. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, for the uh, since October, I once a week, I am a real pub quiz quiz master. Yes. Ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> of course, in that situation, I don't write the questions. The company ah. writes the questions. I just read them. You're just a so company what you're saying gal. is that what you're saying is that 
if you win, then it's cheating. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think I have gained some knowledge in these months of reading trivia questions week after week. Uh, but they're not, that doesn't guarantee I'm going to know what you ask me. We don't get a lot of questions about how much is this in Celsius? <laughs> What's the uh, difference there between might be milk some and buttermilk? <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, well, with that, I say we hmm. take a quick break for housekeeping so we can get that out of the way and then get right to the, tri tri the trivia when we come back. Um, so yeah, we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. We, we do have mugs. You, you absolutely can go, go get one Beautiful of those. Mugs beautiful mugs uh welcome back here we are uh, a big shout out to our patreon supporters once again thank we love you. you a lot we appreciate you it means a ton uh over on the pilots club uh this past month we talked about chairs but for the month of july we are talking about a show on Netflix, a Spanish show on Netflix called Cable G -G Girls. Um, this is, uh, from what I understand, it's a show that kind of helped to launch uh, Netflix Spain uh, and a bunch of the content that they made there. It's a period piece set in the 1920s about a number of women that uh, start working at a telecommunications company to be switchboard operators. And they all have their different reasons for showing up there. I had no idea that the first episode would kind of be a heist. Yeah, that was new. That was interesting. <laughs> They're there so. to steal a phone. Yeah, steal some money. Um, so good stuff with all of that. Go check it out. Uh, right here on the Captain's Log, we've had like a month of games and stuff. Basically. Yeah. Uh, we did a fantasy dad giraffe recently. <laughs> um, Ignacio joined us at the start of the month to do our summer game fest predictions, uh, which we might check in we'll, ha we'll have to see if ignacio is free this next week because all of our predictions have basically been answered one way or another i think mm. um so we can finally check in with that um but yeah uh lots of fun stuff here on the captain's log over on the review show melissa we just 
got to talk about season three of The Good Place. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to tell him a little bit about our, our monthly coverage yeah. of that? Every week on the review show, we talk about something new, a movie, season of a TV show, couple volumes of a comic. But for one episode a month, we follow through on one story all the way to its end. So uh, this has been our third uh, consecutive month talking about one season each of The Good Place. We just talked about season three and next month we'll be all done with season four. Yeah, I think I already know what we're going to do after that. Yeah, it's a secret for now and it's going to be real good. So. <laughs> we the, the Good Place uh, sends us to heaven and for the next ongoing yes. monthly series, we might go to hell. Maybe. Who knows? Um, last but not least, over on the reactor core, uh, we've been doing some reactions to secret invasion uh, with the surprise appearance by Ignacio Rojas <laughs> at the end of our last yep. episode. Sure was uh, a surprise. We also have a spoiler cast for, for Asteroid City, the new Wes Anderson movie. Uh, if you guys want to check that one out, as well as The Flash. So if you want to hear our thoughts on all of that good stuff, uh, that's over on the reactor core. Yeah, that's about it for housekeeping. So let's get to some trivia. Yes. I I would like to offer you to go first since you are our guest of honor, so to speak. It's usually me and Melissa here week in and week Mm. out and you pop in every so often. Um, do, do you want to start and do your qu- questions first so you can see how much of an idiot I am? And, and, and <laughs> What are the scores from years gone past? I know I've won a couple times. I not me. Has I've lost won, but you, and I know Kyle hasn't won. Have I won any? I don't I think, remember. I think you might have won once. If if you have. I think it's it's been at least one time, yeah. Um, right. But then me, I'm just a yeah, I, terrible. I mean, we all know that Kyle has a I'm one of the dumb kids. It's great. Um, well, maybe I included some questions about Gundams. You don't know. Maybe, and I may not even get those. It'll be awful. Um, but yeah, if if you would like to go first, feel sure. free. If you if you would uh, want to p- 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 pass on that, that's a okay too. No, I'm sure, I'll start. All right. Okie dokie. Okay. Uh, you say when? Uh, go for it. Are you guys ready? Yes. yes. Okay. Let me change it. Okay. Question number one. Okay, so I try to have a variety of uh, of different topics for my questions. Some are sure. for about video games for Cal. Some about are about movies for Melissa. Some Thank you. I know you both struggle with. So <laughs> you, you do this purposefully. Obviously, I do. You of have course, like, I do it on purpose. Um, you have like a master's degree in science uh, and you're always almost. teasing us I science questions, uh, forcing us to learn the metric system, your <laughs> superior metric system. And someone has to do it. Someone has to <laughs> write the wrongs. <sighs> Question number one. 
which of the following was not an Atari console? Mm. Was it the Lynx, the Jaguar, the Falcon, or the Condor? Which was not an Atari console? Uh, I don't know how we want to do it with the answers. Uh, we can both speak up and say if we think it is A, B, C, or D, but just wait till both of our answers are, are in to let us know the correct one. Yes. And if we get yeah. it. But I don't know yeah. if, if Melissa goes first, you go first. Uh, I, I have a guess. I'm going to say C. Atari Falcon doesn't seem as familiar to me. Yeah. Cal? Um, I'm going to say the same thing. That I don't think I've heard that one. And you would both be wrong. It is the Condor oh, that was not a console. The Condor oh. is not one? Yeah, I made that one up. Mm-mm-mm. So the Falcon is one. When was the Falcon? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Technically, it's the Falcon and a couple of numbers after it. I had never heard of it. I knew the Lynx and the Jaguar, so I... I was hoping that there were there was a third one that has an, an that had an animal in there. Nice. So, Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, there was cool. an Atari cool. Falcon something. Off to a bad start. <laughs> uh, who's, who's gonna keep score? Do I keep score? Um, I'm keeping score here on my phone. Mm. Um, yeah. If you guys also want to keep score, feel free. That I, might help just I, to make I, sure I will, we're all good. I will keep score uh, for my own questions that I ask. No, yeah, I'll. Keep track of who who got it right. Okay, cool. Okay, how are you guys with geography? <laughs> None. <laughs> Good, because there are a couple of geography questions in here. He's got the whole world in his hands, I, right? That's how I it will. Works. I will tell you, as a professional trivia host, geography is everybody's worst subject. Please don't let this reflect personally on Kyle and I. Most people are bad at geography. No, I, I blame it on, on your country because I've <laughs> growing up, I've always been the person that sucks at geography. And compared to your country, man, do I know geography? Yeah, our educational system is not great. Uh, very well. Let's see if you can at least guess this one. Question number two Which of the following is not a C? A sea, as in body of water. Is it the Caspian Sea, the Baltic Sea, the Arabian Sea, or the Sicilian Sea? Again, that's Caspian, Baltic, Arabian, Sicilian. I'm going to go with D, Sicilian. D also does not sound familiar to me. Yes. And you would both be correct. Oh, ah. that's the best I could come up with, uh, as, as in a fake C. Uh, so let's both of you. Question number three, a science question. Which of the following is not a force? <laughs> so for a bit of context, there are four forces. Okay. Is it the gravitational force? The static force, the magnetic force, or the nuclear force? 
you forgot one. Uh, it's called the Speed Force, uh, and there's a superhero that uses it. Well, so. you forgot another one because there is the anti-speed force. Right. There's a, there's a steel force. There is the there steel force. force, yeah. Uh, can can, can you re- 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 repeat those? Gravitational, static, magnetic, nuclear. Hmm. I'm going to go with static. I don't think that's a force. I, I think the static force is Static Shock's friends who he fights crime with. Uh, I'm going to say nuclear force. Either one of those, I think, yeah. And Kyle gets it. Uh-huh. Oh! The static force is the one that, make, that I made up. And actually, there are two nuclear forces. Oh, the strong nuclear force and the weak nuclear force. <laughs> you've got your X Men, and then, and then you've got your Alpha Flight. Sure. <laughs> uh, so let's go, guys. I'm in the lead for like the first time ever <laughs> right now. Let's just end end the show here. I want some pizza, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see how long you'll be able to keep up with that lead. Not long. Question number four. When did the French Revolution begin? What year? 
Russia or Japan? China, oh. India, Russia or Japan? I'm going to say China. That was my gut. I'll go with China. And you're both correct again. Yeah, I knew it was either that or India. But yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I was just like, how, how much of China is empty? Like on that other side closer <laughs> to Russia. Like how much of that is just like not true. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Both China and India are in the billions. It's like yeah. a billion 400 and then a billion 300. And then the next country is such a big drop off. That's wild. Yeah. So many people. So many people. Question number six. Which of the following is the highest grossing Japanese movie? Your Name, Pirated Away, Demon Slayer Mugen Train, or One Piece Film Red? Question. Highest grossing Japanese film in Japan? Ever. That's it. In Japan ever. If, if, you go, if you go to the Wikipedia and look for highest grossing Japanese movie, you will get okay. uh, one of these. Okay. 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 So it's a movie within Japan, not just the Japanese yeah. movie who has grossed the most at all. No, it is. A, no, it is the highest grossing movie from Japan. Okay. Period. Not Worldwide. within Japan. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Please read me those answers again. Your name, Pirated Away, Demon Slayer Mugen Train, or One Piece Film Red? Melissa, I'll let you go first. (laughs) There's... I'm not as familiar with the other movies. I'm going to say this movie simply because of its longevity. Uh, And that is Spirited Away. I'm wondering if subsequent re-releases of the film since like 2001, 2002 are are included in this. I'm going to say the same thing. That was my my thought. And you would both be correct if it Ah. were, had it been some years ago. Ah. What is it now? Eventually. Did One Piece pass it? No, I think Spirited Away was the highest grossing at some point. Then your name took it over. Ah. But currently, the highest grossing Japanese movie is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Okay. It's it's nice to know that I was right once, even if I'm not anymore. Yep. At some point in time, you were right. Scores remain the same. (laughs) Kyle, you're still winning. I'm still up by, by one. I have four. Melissa, you have three. Which of the following directors has not won an Oscar? Steven Spielberg, Stanley Kubrick, Martin Scorsese, or Ang Lee? Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, Stanley Kubrick, Martin Scorsese, Ang Lee. So is this a, they have not won a, an Oscar for best director or so no if you film Google, they've worked on? If you Google directors that have not won an Oscar, one of these will be there. Okay. Okay. And the other ones have won, I believe, best director, at least. Okay. Uh, if you want to limit it to best director. No, I, no I, 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 I have an answer. 
I just. It's Kyle just Kyle's Kyle, just looking at us like the cat claw. Kyle, you go I'm first. Thinking. I because I, I feel like Melissa, you have a better idea of who this might exactly who it might be. <laughs> so I, if I go first, you could just be the, a copycat. Yeah. It's strange yeah. to me that, that like like Ang Lee feels like the odd one out here in this. I, I don't know why, if that's just my own bias <laughs> or not. Uh Ang 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 Lee just feels like the odd one out um but i also don't really know anything about his filmography besides that one hulk movie uh, <laughs> did that film win him on, win him on oscar i don't think so <laughs> i don't Most think so hulk. and the spe- yeah. they gave him a big oscar it's one of those novelties yeah. <laughs> um Spielberg. Kubrick, Scorsese, or I, me. No, I, 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 Kyle, has, Kyle has to go first. I'm, I'm going to go with Scorsese, and I don't know why. Yeah. What is it? Kubrick. And you would be right. Scorsese <laughs> won for The Departed. And Ang Lee won for some movie. I, I don't know which movie, but... Yeah, it was surprising <laughs> that the director of The Hulk won an Oscar. Well, he he didn't win for the Hulk. He no, won he for something else. He's but not, he does have quite a filmography. Here. I mean, he might have won for Billy Lynn's Halftime Walk or something. I'm going to look this up. I want to know specific. I feel like I do know. In the back of my mind, I know why Ang Lee has an Oscar, but I have to look it up. Interesting. That means it is tied up four to four right now. And this is where Kyle's like runs up. I mean, technically, I'm still in the lead. Uh, no, it would just be that Ignacio correct. buys both of us p- p- pizza. That's how it would if work you know if we how, ended it right what, now. What being in the lead? It's, 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 it's a tie. <laughs> okay, this is a list of films directed by Ang Lee. The the that I have at least heard of as as a Western audience member. Eat, Drink, Man, Woman, Sense and Sensibility, The Ice Storm, Ride with the Devil, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Hulk, Brokeback so, Mountain, yeah. Lust Caution, uh, Taking Woodstock, Life of Pi, Billy Lynn's Halftime Walk, etc. Might have, might have been, been a Brokeback Mountain. Might have been Life of Pi, if you did that one. Who knows? Yep. There's Only no way we had some technology to know. Yep. What question are we on? This one is going to be number eight. Cool. Which one is heavier? A kilogram or a pound? Both of them together when they make the poundogram. With our powers combined, with our poundograms combined, they do that fusion dance from Dragon Ball Z where they point at each other. They make the poundogram. I'm gonna say a pound or the LB. I'm 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 gonna say pound two. Yeah, and you would both be wrong. Oh, yep. A pound is only four hundred and (laughs) fifty grams. 
You say that like we know what a gram is. 45% of a kilogram. That's what a pound is. Okay. So a little bit less than a half. So neither of you got it. Okay, you guys have to get this one. This one is specifically for your country. For something that you have to deal with. What does what does IHOP stand for? <laughs> this is something that you have to deal with every day. Which is the electrical standard in a U.S. household? Is it 110 volts, 50 hertz, 110 volts, 60 hertz, 220 volts, 50 hertz, or 220 volts, 60 hertz? One ten sixty. Yeah. This is the one time I think Kyle's knows more than I do. I feel like in all of Kyle's assorted tech knowledge for owning fancy lights and owning a fancy <laughs> camera and making sure the lights look good on the camera, probably knows an electrical voltage. So I copy off Kyle's answer. Okay. And you are both right. Yeah, it is, it is indeed 110 60 hertz. Uh, I, fun fact, I knew it was oh, 60 hertz, but that, that, that wait, you didn't know it was 110? No, I was like, 220 sounds like too, too much, so I'm gonna go 110. I thought you were gonna, you were gonna be like, oh, yeah, 110 for sure. I don't know what's the frequency, <laughs> I know but you need the frequency hertz. and not the voltage. <laughs> Oh my god. So for <laughs> reference, uh in Chile it is flipped. We have 220 50 hertz. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Man, I cannot believe that you knew the frequency of the voltage. I because uh, like the only reason I know the frequency is kind of for what Melissa said. Yes. Lights technically flicker at certain speeds and that's based on the frequency of the voltage or who knows what the correct yeah, yeah. terminology is no, and your camera like an actual good camera can capture that flicker if it's not at the right oh, yeah. so just, right, okay yeah. It, yeah i can see it i can see it like even i sometimes forget that over here it is 50 hertz yeah but man 120 is something that everyone should know 110 something that everyone should know well you guys um, were talking about that i googled it and confirmed that ang lee won best director for both brokeback mountain and life of pi oh. there you go there you go carried so many pies up that mountain broke his yep. back yep poor ang lee <laughs> poor ang lee <laughs> that's the so where we never knew we needed <laughs> uh question number 10 last question which of the following is not a Japanese company? Hyundai, Mitsubishi, Nissan, Suzuki. Said which one's not? Hyundai. Which one is not Japanese? Hyundai, Mitsubishi, Nissan, Suzuki. And I'm trying to not make it sound like like uh, the Japanese ones sound Japanese. Uh, yeah. Don't get any hints. I'm gonna go with Hyundai. I'm Hyundai. gonna say Suzuki. Oh my god, Kyle, you're in the lead. 
Korean. Thank you, Duolingo oh Korean that made me say wow. Hyundai a, a number of <gasps> times. Wait, is it Hyundai? Yeah. They're, ah. they're I drive a Hyundai. Uh, I've been one. thinking it's been a Japanese car the entire time it and I have shared a life. Yep. What else don't I know? <laughs> is my wife a scroll? <laughs> Did you know that Samsung is South Korean? Yes. Uh, I knew that. Yeah, one too. I I knew that I wanted to do one like one like that because I knew like there are some common uh, companies like all of these ones and and Samsung that I know one are Japanese and one is South Korean. So I went in to look at which ones are South Korean. And that's when I, I noticed that, hey, I can make all of these be car brands. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, oh, Honda you want... is Japanese. Hyundai is Korean. <sighs> yeah, Honda. And then that's Mitsubishi <gasps> and Suzuki. Walking away victorious from round one. Uh, yeah, but how now long I'm... will you be able to keep that leak? Right. Now yeah. I'm just upset at my local Hyundai dealership for not putting like a Korean flag up or telling me when it like put having a sale for a Korean holiday. I mean, like, why there, don't I know my car's heritage yeah, better? There is some they do. I think that I think it, it is Hyundai. What was it called? Hyundai. Hyundai. Yeah. Hyundai. Uh, I think that uh, the one that's closest to me has a South Korean flag. You never know. I got to talk to Ed Napleton and ask him to show a little bit more <laughs> Come on down to in the cars he sells. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, well, Melissa, I know you wanted to go last. You wanted to do yes. the third round, which means it is my turn to ask some of the questions here. Um, so we'll start with this one. In 1985, astronauts had the first sip of soda in space. What was the first soda in space? Was it Pepsi, Coke, Sprite, or Dr. Pepper? What year was this? 1985. Ooh. I'll go Pepsi. I also want to say Pepsi. That might have been part of the big Pepsi generation push. Yeah, it sounds like something they would have done. Close. It was Coca-Cola. Oh, my God. Coca already has all of Earth. I thought Pepsi would try and beat them to space. Yeah. I mean, it's it sounds like or I think that Pepsi would pay for that. And I think that they would just bring in Coke just because they want Coke. Yeah. They love Pip. Right. Pib extra. <laughs> I, I, I actually had down Mr. Pib as my f- fourth o- option, but I was like, that feels more like a 90s soda rather like yeah. than an 80s. So I was like, Dr. Pepper, because he's now he's he's now got his doctorate. Right. <laughs> right. That's a scientific soda. Exactly. OK. Question number two. A fight between two people is called a duel. But true <laughs> or false, a fight between three people is called a truel. <laughs> that has 
has to be false. False. That's that's not true. False. It actually is true. What? <laughs> yeah. You can look it up. True. Spelt. Uh, <laughs> spelt T R U E L. I mean, just like a D D D D D O, but <laughs> T R. It, it actually is. Melissa looks like you're t- t- typing it in right now. I. This is, I have to remember to write down questions uh, to go in the episode description. And this one has blown my mind. This will hook in an audience <laughs> member. Good stuff. Um, all right. Question number three. The speed of a computer mouse is measured in MPS. What does the M stand for? Is it millimeters? Is it Morton's? Is it micrometers? Or is it Mickey's? <laughs> Mickey's per mouse. Ow. I, I don't know. A micron? I said we, we, we had micrometers. Uh, Oh, once again, oh, my- the possible answers are millimeters, Morton's, micrometers, or Mickey's. Okay, micron, I think, is a word. I don't trust micrometers, so now I'm going to say millimeters. Okay. Yeah, M- it has to be millimeters. Micrometers would be way too small. Micrometers would be way too small. Uh, I don't know if they're a real thing or not. I made that one up, I think. Um, millimeters is also not the answer. It is not Morton's. It is, in fact, Mickey's. Mickey's what are they per second. I, d- I don't know exactly Mickey? how long a Mickey is, but that is, a, is, a, is apparently what is the... A Mickey? Speed. Is a Mickey a Speed. unit of time or a unit of distance? I would assume no, it has to be distance. Distance, yeah, because that it, they're measuring. Show speed. me a Mickey ruler. <laughs> Mickey no, ruler. A, a micrometer uh, uh, is a thing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. Or maybe it would be a micron at that point. It might no, be a micron. Be, be a I micrometer. Know. I have no idea. Yeah, it would be a micrometer. Yeah. All right. Switching over to some like comic book, comic book movie related stuff here. Showcase number four, published in October of 1956, introduced the world to Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash, and uh, uh, ushered in what is known as the Silver Age of comics. But Barry was not the first Flash. What is the name of the original Flash? Is it James Gagannon, Carmine Infantino, Jay Garrick, or Alan Scott? See, I know this one, so I think Melissa should go first. I, I'm pretty sure it's Jay Garrick. I, I want to say Alan Scott is a Green Lantern. Okay. So is that your answer? This is, this is my answer. God damn it, it is Jay Garrick. Yep, Jay Garrick, the original 
Flash. Is Alan Scott a Green Lantern or is that another Flash? Yes, you are correct on that. Uh, Carmine Infantino, um, one of the creators and artists on The Flash. Um, James Gannon, I just made up. James Gannon. (laughs) Imagine James Gandolfini. Then imagine the bad guy from the Zelda games. (laughs) (laughs) Then imagine that. What if they were one? (laughs) (laughs) They kissed (laughs) sensuously. Then imagine they kissed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see here. This is question number five. There have been three live action adaptions of The Flash. Two televisions, Harry's, and a movie. A few actors have appeared in two of those three versions. Which actor has only appeared in a single version? Is it Mark Hamill, John Wesley Shipp, Ezra Miller, or Tom Cavanaugh? Okay, so there have been three at it. Please start over. Sure. I was I was Googling electricity. <laughs> what is a Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> um, there have been three live action adaptions of The Flash, two television series, and a movie. Mm-hmm. A few actors have appeared in two of the three versions. But which actor has only appeared in a single version? Is it Mark Hamill, John Wesley Shipp, Ezra Miller, or Tom Cavanaugh? Uh, I don't I'm not sure if I know who Tom Cavanaugh is. I know Ezra Miller was in the movie and also appeared on the TV show, the CW one. John Wesley Shipp was the previous TV Flash, but I don't know if he like came back in the CW Flash. I'm going to say Mark Hamill. Uh, Chances are very high Mark Hamill was in the CW Flash at some point, but I don't know where he was in his career at the time of old Flash. Okay, so you say Mark Hamill, right? I say uh, so. The answer would be Tom Cavanaugh. Nasio, you are correct. Yep. Oh, Tom Cavanaugh. Who is? Was I don't know if I know who Tom Cavanaugh is. He is Malfoy, right? No. Um, no. Wait, that which was, one was Tom Cavanaugh? Tom Cavanaugh was the oh God. He, he's the one that plays m- multiple of the same character in the CW oh, Flash. Oh my uh, God! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, uh, all the different multiverse versions. Well, the Malfoy actor was in the flesh. He was, yeah, but he was not on my my list here. Yeah, so Mark Hamill <coughs> played. Tom Felton, the tri- that's the that's Malfoy. Mark Hamill played the trickster in the original Flash TV show, which is then what got him the role as the Joker on Batman the Animated Series. Oh gosh. Uh, and then he came back on the CW show to reprise his role as the trickster. Um, Very which nice. Was a lot of fun. John Wesley Shipp, Mosa, you were correct to say that he was the one that played the Flash in the original 
TV adaption. He ended up playing Barry's father in the CW. Well, he played three characters. One. And then, yes, you do get an alternate universe version of him where he plays Garrick, right? Yeah, and then he came back as the his original flesh. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the the that cross cross over one, uh, and then Melissa, you were also correct that Ezra Miller was in the movie and then made an appearance on the CW. So I know something sometimes. I just don't know what you guys are asking me. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I I spent the most time on this question on like how to word this or what to say (laughs) of of like do i want john wesley ship to be the answer i don't think he played the original flash on the cw oh no wait he did all right now i have to rearrange everything and yeah um that was a good one so there you go there you go next up this one i i did not know this one i just happened upon this as i was looking up like comic book trivia and such marvel comics went bankrupt in the 1990s as a result the movie rights to their characters were sold to numerous studios what celebrity wanted to buy spider-man and then when turned down offered to buy all of marvel and also got turned down you know this one is the answer michael jackson Bruce Willis, Sting, or Sinbad? <laughs> that that really sounds like a Michael Jackson maneuver. Michael Jackson? Okay. Ignacio? God damn it. Again, it is Michael Jackson. He wanted to be Spider-Man. Yep. Absolutely. That's one of those, like, if you don't know it, it's just like, wait, what? He wanted to buy Spider-Man? What? What is going on? And then, yeah, there's like interviews of Stan Lee being like, so Michael called me one day and he was like, Stan, I want to I want to buy Spider-Man. And we were like, no. And he was like, well, how about all of Marvel then? I love the idea of a smaller celebrity like Sinbad going to Marvel. Like, I've got this much money. Who can I have? And they're like, (laughs) we can give you Crusher Creel. Man, I don't want no crushing creel. <laughs> I want Turbo Man. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I did not know that 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 one here. Um, this will be an interesting one. Um, true or false? Microsoft's AI equivalent of a- a- Apple's Siri is named after a video game character. True or false? Microsoft's AI equivalent to Apple's Siri is named after a video game character. True or false? Yes, Melissa from the whatnots.com. You have a question. Ignacio, do you have your your answer already locked in? I think I do. I think I remember what what it was called then i will go ahead and say false it is they true. did not name the ai it is true. after it a- is cortana it is true 
Ignacio gets the point. <laughs> it's named Cortana thought, from Halo. I, I thought it was the other way around. I thought they made Cortana and then Cortana no. appeared in Halo. I thought that's no. what the trick was. <laughs> no, Halo's from oh. 2001. I don't, I don't want to hold Halo. <laughs> the greatest trick the Master Chief ever played was <laughs> convincing <laughs> that, <laughs> that Cortana Man. came first. This is not my year for trivia. What a poor showing after hosting trivia dozens and dozens of times. Well, I'm here, I'm here to flop tonight. That being said, Melissa, you are currently in the lead with seven points. Oh, I'm in second place right now with six, but obviously I'm the one asking the questions right now. So it'll just be you two getting points for a bit ignacio you have four points on the board right now so Uh, that's where things are standing okay okay last video game related question here in 1993 Mortal Kombat famously came under legal scrutiny, which resulted in the creation of the ESRB, the U.S. organization that rates video games. Mm -hmm. What was the other lesser known video game cited in the creation of the ESRB? Is it Night Trap, Gunstar Heroes, Virtua Fighter, or Doom? I've got my answer. Okay. Nasio's deep in thought right now. I think I got mine. Who wants to go first? I say A, Night Trap. Melissa says Night Trap. Nasio, what do you say? It's a trap! It was Night Trap. Yep. Night Trap! Watch out behind (sighs) you, Night Trap! They're gonna find you, Night Trap. I had no idea there was a song. <laughs> yes, I've. I've oh, wait, that, that's a real Night song. Trap. <laughs> yes, yes. I, theme song I of, don't. Of I game. don't know things about actual popular video games, but I do know you some know, like, tales of like stuff. old video game lore and ephemera, like Night Trap, the FMV game. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Here's an interesting. One. This one's kind of sports related. Kind of. <laughs> Can you believe it? What a shocker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney <laughs> oh my God. are part of an investor group that just bought a 24% stake in the French Formula One team Alpine. Oh my god, I forgot you're so into Formula One now. The two Hollywood actors also own another team in which uh, other sport? Is it baseball, NASCAR, soccer, or esports? Uh, Interesting. Uh, if only I had paid more attention. Uh... I don't know. He's Canadian. I'm going to go. Well, then again, he does spend a lot of time in the U.S. Eh, shut in the dark. Soccer. Soccer. Okay. Melissa? 
it's not soccer, it's football. You are both correct. Yes. Yeah, it is football. They own the, the I don't know their full name, the Wrexham uh, team. Yes. There's a whole show. Welcome to Wrexham. <laughs> when, you said, when you said about the, the them owning a Formula One team, I thought, oh man, I do not remember. I saw that story once. I don't know the name. It Yeah, it, the news broke this past week that he bought a 20 he's like he's part of a group that bought in on alpine uh, so there you go there you go that was qu qu question nine we have one final question and if you if you guys miss this you're both fired oh my god the what Please not spell Kyle's name correctly. <laughs> All right. The What Nots <laughs> podcast was the very first podcast we made here at the What Nots. How many regular episodes did we make of that podcast? Is the answer 120, 116, 110, or 107? Oh, I know it is over a hundred, so none of these are helpful. Yeah, it's all over a hundred. Uh, Please read those again. How many regular episodes did we make of the Whatnots podcast? 120, 116, 110, or 107? I'll go 116. I'm also feeling 116. Well, I won't fire you because technically that's how many we did plus the crunchy peanut butter. Oh! So, so we did have 116 total, um, but the correct answer is 107. We had nine crunchy peanut butter. Episodes. You didn't count those as regular episodes? Count. So Come on, you special. had to specify that in the question. I was counting those in there. Of course. <laughs> Come of course on, Ignacio. <laughs> Why wouldn't you, right? Why didn't you specify that? Jesus. We, I, got, I always loved the term crunchy peanut butter to denote we are talking about a larger amount of content and a greater amount of detail. I feel like we right. should bring that back instead of just monthly ongoing series. <laughs> crunchy peanut butter episodes. They're great. Yeah. It's that same creamy goodness you like, but just with some some bigger chunks, right? I, you know, like is back when I was just a regular old listener and not a, a co-host you've been stuck with for five years. Yeah, when I looked at crunchy peanut butter in the episode listing, I'm like, I get it. What is that? I don't know how, but I understand what they mean. That's exactly <laughs> what we went for. There's an efficiency <laughs> to crunchy peanut butter. <clears throat> exactly. Um, so right now, as the numbers stand, Melissa, you have nine points. Okay. Ignacio, you and me are tied at six. Oh, okay. Melissa. Only nine out of 20. Is, Not a great showing. This is all you, my friend. It is. This is my <sighs> round of trivia. And I have a theme. Mine is the whatnots at the movies i have 10 questions all about the world of cinema mm. these are all pop culture not a single science question in here couldn't bring myself to do it question one madrid 
is home to the world's largest multiplex by number of screens. How many screens is that in the world's largest multiplex? Is it 22, 25, 28, or 30? I'm going to go with 28. Yeah, I was also going to go with 28. So I'll go with 28. The answer is 25. Oh, Damn. That's well, the biggest theater in the whole world. So screw them. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Staying in the world of movie theaters. According to the Cinemark theater chain, what is their biggest selling movie theater candy? Uh, I, I picked this because when I Googled best, like best selling movie theater candy, all I could find were like movie candies ranked by like individual preference. This was the only one I could find to put like a hard like, numerical yeah. fact on it. So even okay, though I've okay. never been to a Cinemark, they don't even have them in Missouri. Really? They had a map of the United States. It's just a blank gray area where Missouri is. Oh, I must go have, by Cinemark. We have them over here. If you I'm have them? Up, How is a Cinemark? Oh, like, in fact, growing up in, in the city that I grew up, Cinemark was the only chain that we had. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Good to know. Good to know. Maybe this will give you an advantage. So, Maybe. what is the highest selling movie theater candy for Cinemark? Is it A, M&M's, B, Peanut M&M's, C, Red Vines, or D, Twizzlers? Are they not counting popcorn as candy? All right, no, count right. You guys have the weird ass popcorn that's salty or or buttery or whatever. Because <laughs> that's regular popcorn. That's I, popcorn that pop, should burn in hell. It's it's just it's a there's different variants. You can go to a theater and get a sweet popcorn also, but popcorn is not counted as a candy. They're talking about like boxed yeah. or bagged candy candy confections. Uh, I was coming in thinking, oh, of course it's gonna be popcorn, but I forgot you popcorn's animals. Popcorn, popcorn's not candy. Butter. I hot bad popcorn bad. <laughs> Cal, there are few things in this world that infuriate me. One of those those things is your guys's popcorn. <laughs> it's not like sweet popcorn doesn't exist. You can find it plenty of places. Yeah, it's but. Just I mean, variant two sure, instead we, of variant one. Melissa, we have salted popcorn over here, and I know how we treat that popcorn. That's the second class popcorn. That's the popcorn that they made at some point, someday, whatever, and they just have in, in there for the weird person that's going to come in and, and <laughs> want salted popcorn. Their popcorn that's not is it. the equivalent of our waffles and pancake cakes. Right? <laughs> this is flavorless, steerage popcorn. Class. Flavorless. This is yeah, popcorn exactly. that will drown oh, exactly. in the bowels of the Titanic. It will never flavorless. see a lifeboat. Yours are also flavorless. Uh, M&M's. Regular M&M's. Regular M&M's? <sighs> yeah, my, my first two thoughts was either M&M's or tw 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 Twizzlers. And then third would have been like Reese's Pieces if they have that. Um I'm going to go to Twizzlers. Okay. The answer is peanut M&M's. 
Damn. Nobody the number one movie theater candy. Yeah, except you I was at Cinemark. <laughs> people, I believe that people opt for them because they are a bit more both ways yeah. filling. Yeah, there's some amount of a protein or nutrient in a peanut that there isn't in just a regular M&M. This has Salty to be limited to the United States because we don't have... I, I don't think RTM even sells peanut M&Ms. How about you I buy more candy, was, Ignacio? Huh? How about this you buy more candy? This was data I could find. I, I had to go by what I could factually find a record of. I'm not asking you opinion questions over Kyle, here. Why did you go out there and try to find something with flavor that you can't eat? Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> I love me some artificial guava flavor, okay? <laughs> That's more sugar than flavor. Question oh, three. Of sugar. What is the highest grossing foreign language film in U.S. box office history? Is it A, in Korean? Parasite. B in Italian, life is beautiful. C in Mandarin, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or D in French, Amelie. Ooh, um, I'm gonna go Crouching Tiger. I'm gonna go Parasite. It is still. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Nobody has dethroned it. Damn. Interesting. Is Amelie on there for a particular variation? Was that in like second place or something like that? uh, Life is Beautiful was in second place. But I think Amelie was like in the 10, 10 Uh, or 12. like up there. Okay. Those are all popular films, but I, I wouldn't have thought that they would have made that much money over there. I thought that Parasite being so popular with the media and winning all those awards it, would have been it. It was pretty high up there, but oh, they, mm. I feel think like it you got to think back to how phenomenal from, like critics. But like the director said, he's just like, if you guys could just get over the fucking three inch wall of subtitles. Yeah, like it and. People did for a time in 2000 or 2001 when many of them went to see Crouching Tiger and Dragon. Japanese movies there? Japanese animated movies in that list? Um, I uh, maybe because I wonder if if those wouldn't be counted because those would be dubbed. I I I don't know. I what I googled was highest grossing foreign language film. Uh, and being in the U.S., it gave me U.S. weighted results, and I'm mm. I'm just giving you the results of a Google. Mm. You can Thank Google you, this Dr. too Google. and do your own independent research. Question four: Here they grow again is a tagline for which movie sequel? Is it A. Ant Man and the Wasp, B. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, two, three, Jurassic Park. The Lost World, or D, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Which movie is the tagline? Here they grow again. I'll go with Gremlins. I want to say Gremlins as well, but I'm nervous that might not be it. I'm going to go with that Do one. you confirm? Yes. Do you give what your heart to the Gremlins? Go with yes, I, give, I give my heart to the Gremlins. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're right. It's Gremlins. Uh, yes. Thank you. That's. I thought I'd give you guys an easy one. You know my my deep seated yeah, love of specifically Gremlins two, the new batch. Never has a batch been newer. Mm-hmm. Question five: What action movie originally went under the working title Merry Go Round? Was it A. Edge of Tomorrow, B. Bullet Train, C. Looper, or D. Pennant? Um, Which movie was originally called Merry Go Round? It, 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 you mean like this was like the code name, like yeah, so yeah. It wouldn't work. Working title might have been on the first okay. couple drafts of the script until they had a new name settled. Yeah, I don't. It's not like a Blue Harvest situation where this was like a fake title to mislead people. I think for a little while this was this is our placeholder working title. Yeah. Okay. Can you read the answers off once more? Edge of Tomorrow, Bullet Train, Looper, or Tenet? I'm going to go with Looper. I'll go with Tenet. You're right, Ignacio. It is Tenet. Yeah, God, isn't it. Looper based on a, on a book? I'm not no. sure. I know. I know. Live, die, repeat is. It's based off of a yeah. okay. m- manga. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I thought with Oppenheimer coming up, I'd I'd Google some some facts about yeah. Christopher Nolan's earlier films. And I this is not a question. This was not a IMDb fun fact. I could reverse engineer into a question, but I need to read this to you. I think yes, this please. is so funny. The initial meeting between director Christopher Nolan and Robert Pattinson about Tenet lasted three hours. Pattinson explained that by the end of the meeting, he had a massive blood sugar drop because they had been talking so much and he had been concentrating so hard. He asked Nolan for a chocolate that was on the table in front of them. And then the director immediately ended the meeting. Pattinson thought that he had ruined his opportunity to have a part in the film. (laughs) How dare you ask for chocolate? <laughs> right. What what is you the chocolate doing there man. if he's not allowed to eat it? I <laughs> just I'm sure this is coincidental. The like was a lie. he asked for a chocolate a and Christopher Nolan also realizes, wait, we've been here for three hours. I have something else I need to do. It's been great talking to you, Bobby. I'll see you right. later. Maybe you'll be in tenant. It's the idea of can I have a chocolate? Robert, this meeting is over. <laughs> wow. I I love it. Needed needed to share that. I I question. No, so I, 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 I no. was just gonna say back to the merry-go-round thing. I didn't feel like something like Tenet would have a code name like merry-go-round. Yeah, I, see, I feel like right, very that. frivolous. For me, right, it was yeah. the opposite. I I thought which movie would ha- would or which director would have uh, a working title so but tenet means so nothing to no one it's not going to be like oh they're doing <laughs> but it is tenet. christopher it's, nolan it's an adaption of tenet i, I yeah but it's what, what does that even mean <laughs> i don't know i don't know people <laughs> I, are looking at, at his work trying well, to see what well, he's doing next i don't know oh a lot of the IMDb fun facts were about how long this idea had been gestating in Christopher Nolan's head. 
So mm-hmm. it might have been called Merry Go Round in like 2014 when he was just coming up with it. And then he's like, I gotcha. wait a minute, I got to stuff this thing full of palindromes. Let me Google yeah. palindromes. Yep. Indeed. Speaking of renowned directors, question six. According to IMDb, just because that was the easiest way for me to look up this list of films and have all the scores right there. According to IMDb, what is Steven Spielberg's lowest rated film? Mm. Is it the World War II comedy 1941? Is it the Mutt Williams vehicle, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Is it the movie where Richard Dreyfuss dies and then becomes a ghost, uh, watches people fly planes around? Always. Movies called Always. Or is it uh, the movie where aliens are defeated by germs? It's that War of the Worlds adaptation. Which of these is Spielberg's lowest rated film? 1941, Crystal Skull, Always, or War of the Worlds? Yeah, it's not the one that I thought it would be. I definitely did not like Crystal Skull. I remember there kind of being a backlash to War of the worlds but i i don't think that i've i don't think i've ever heard of always so i'm i'm gonna go with that one in hopes that this was just like it was that bad that people just didn't talk about it can you give me the descriptions of the of always on the 1941 yes always The spirit of a recently deceased expert pilot mentors a newer pilot while watching him fall in love with the girlfriend that he left behind. Richard Dreyfuss is a ghost. He died in a plane crash. He's watching over his his girlfriend, Holly Hunter, and then he is from beyond the grave, uh, sort of maneuvering a new pilot around into being a good pilot. And he sees this new pilot and Holly Hunter falling in love. And he's like, let him have it. Love is for the living. I'm Richard Dreyfus, and I'm dead. Uh, 1941. Let me look this up for you. Hysterical Californians prepare for a Japanese invasion in the days after Pearl Harbor. That's it? <laughs> That's what IMDb said. One sentence. Interesting. Uh... I'll go in 1941. Uh, I think the fact that the IMDb is only a single vague sentence is pretty leading. The answer is 1941 with a score oh, yeah. of 5.8. Oh, yeah. Uh, for reference, go. Crystal Skull had 6.2, Always had 6.4, and War of the Worlds had 6.5. So there was quite a margin that made 1941 the lowest rated movie. Wow. Yep. Okay. Question Question seven. Which of these surprisingly mundane movie costume items can be found in the Smithsonian collection? You go to the Smithsonian and you see things like uh, Dorothy's ruby slippers, like really important pop culture memorabilia. And I was looking through the list of Smithsonian holdings. I don't think I was able to find a list of everything. The Smithsonian is huge, but I, I did a decent amount of research and I stumbled across this one piece. I'm like, really that 
You made sure you wanted to get that? So which of these surprisingly mundane items does the Smithsonian have? Is it A, Luke Skywalker's poncho from Star Wars, A New Hope? B, Jimmy Olsen's bow tie from Superman 4, The Quest for Peace? C, one of Melissa McCarthy's big bowling shirts she wears in the movie Bridesmaids? Or D, the socks Tom Cruise wears when he slides across the floor in Risky Business? The question is, which one they have or... Which, one, Which one does the Smithsonian have? Which one they actually Is it a poncho, a bow tie, a big bowling shirt, or some mischief socks? I feel like the most, of, of all of these mundane things, the most, what I feel like important stuff that you would want in a museum would be the socks. <laughs> I'm going to go with the socks. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering... I'm trying to picture all of this being displayed. <laughs> and I cannot imagine them displaying some socks. Uh, cut out of Tom Cruise. <laughs> like he's sliding, right? Uh, since it's the Smithsonian, I'll, I'll go with uh, Luke Skywalker's poncho. I believe they do have some items from Star Wars. They have a pretty sizable Star Wars collection, but the real item that made me stop in my tracks was Jimmy Olsen's bow tie from <laughs> Superman 4, yes. The Quest for Peace. Not even from the original Superman movie. It's right, Quest yeah. for Peace. Why? <laughs> and for the record, they do have a pair of socks in the Smithsonian. It's the socks Joel Gray wore as the MC Cabaret. They have his entire oh. costume, every piece down to the socks. And they're just like plain black socks. I don't, I can't tell those are socks <laughs> worn in an socks. Oscar winning role. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Question eight. The final major movie released on Betamax format back in the 90s just so happens to be a movie we covered on the review show. What movie was it? Was it Mission Impossible, Titanic, Twister, or The Fifth Element? I'm going to go with The Fifth Element. I'm between Twister and Titanic. Because Twister is such a wild one. And I feel like I've heard this one before. But then Titanic is Titanic. I'll go it with is. Titanic since you have some topical questions over here. So I'll go Titanic. <laughs> it was the first Mission Impossible movie. Really? Uh... Yeah, in like 96 or 97. Uh, the final major movie released on VHS, by the way, is A History of Violence, which was Amazing. tougher for me to write a question about. That's what I started Googling. <laughs> I'm like, no, let me see what was on Betamax. Amazing. Because like, I, I feel like, I mean, I don't remember if Betamax was much of a like better quality than VHS. Um, I think it was. That that's why I, 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 I would have been like, do you want to see something like 
the fifth uh, element to see all of the effects and the, the, the sci-fi makeup and right. costumes and stuff. Like, you would have seen it a little bit. If you watch quality, it on right? VHS, you can always see four elements. Right, exactly. You need that fifth one. <laughs> they're gonna come out with another physical home media format and they're gonna re-release fifth element, and they're like, finally, we could have added a sixth. You buy an 8K disc. You're seeing the sixth element never before seen. <laughs> Melissa, that would actually be a great idea for a podcast is to do like a movie <laughs> review podcast where everything is like the, like the, the names of each movie is like the first something, something, something. The second something, yeah. something, something. The fourth something. Right. The fifth uh, uh, element. The sixth sense. The let's see how high we yards, can go. Right? Yeah, that would and be fun. That'd be, that'd what be is, an interesting thing. I have thought about doing that on the review show. It's just like it's numbers uh, right. this week. The whole <laughs> month of numbers. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Question nine: Which of these horror movies has not? been turned into a Broadway stage musical. Oh. Three of oh. these have. One of them has not. Please name the imposter. Is it one? Uh, is it A, Evil Dead? B, Carrie? C, Suspiria? Or D, American Psycho? Suspiria? Okay, yeah, you say can, Suspiria has not been turned into a musical. Can you repeat the answers once again? Evil Dead, Carrie, Suspiria, and American Psycho. I'm also going to go with Suspiria. You guys are both right. Suspiria oh, is already about Suspiria. a ballet. It feels like it should be a musical. I have no it idea. is not yet. Uh, we watched it once on the review show. We watched the original version and the remake from the last handful of years, both of which are a real head trip in like yeah. such different ways. Yeah. Witches. But no, seek it out in your local theater. You could see musicals based on Evil Dead, Carrie, or American Psycho. I knew there was one for American Psycho. Uh, I knew there was one for Carrie. And I feel I felt like Evil Dead would have one like they, they have such a, a good like they have such a rabid fan base in the best way possible that I feel like someone out there would make a musical of that. But Suspiria was also just like dark and depressing. <laughs> like that's not something you <laughs> s- sing about. This, the remake is the the first one's. Well, I don't know if it's happier, but it is much more colorful. Cal, before we go into the last question, can you give us... <sighs> can you tell the other points? This is I a good time for it. I have the tally right now. I have nine points. Melissa, you also have nine points. Ignacio, I have you as ten points. Wow. Ignacio is in the lead. There's one question left. I could tie it up if I get this right and Ignacio does not. 
Um, but I, I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so do you remember my final question last year? I, it was still multiple choice, but I had like 12 things. Um, I wanted yeah. to do the same thing again. I think this okay. bombardment of answers is very fun. Okay. Okay. So the question is, you know, James Bond, these movies are based off I of the novels the of Ian Fleming. Yes. Yeah. And some Bond movies are direct adaptations of Ian Fleming novels or short stories. Yeah. Other ones are original stories, but they just take a title from something in Ian Fleming's catalog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which Ian Fleming James Bond story title has not yet been used for a movie? Over the many years that there have been James Bond movies, what couple Ian Fleming works have not yet had their titles pulled to be a big screen movie? Is it James Bond in Twice on Sunday? James Bond in To Catch Your Death? James Bond in Consequence of a Kiss? James Bond in Crime in Memoriam? James Bond in Silver Tongue? James Bond in Salutations to Forever. James Bond in The Property of a Lady. James Bond in Trouble Suits You. James Bond in Privy to Catastrophe. James Bond in The Devil's Secondment. James Bond in To All Four Corners. Or James Bond in Think of Danger, Think of Me. One of those is real. Oh wait, only one was real. One, one is real. One is real. Oh. The rest are uh, Melissa fabrications. <laughs> Can you read it again? I, I was Abs- thinking absolutely. Which one? I thought that they were all real, and then which one no. was no, adapted? no. There are very oh, few no. Ian Fleming titles left to pull for future Bond adaptations. One of them is in this. Okay. So the oh, titles wait, wait, wait. are. So one of these is the title of an Ian Fleming work, but it has yes. not been turned into a movie. Yes. Correct. Yes. Ah, well, okay. sometimes they will. Uh, sometimes the screenwriters will write an original story for Bond, and they're like, "I don't know what to call it," and they'll like look through old yeah. Ian Fleming novels and say, "Ah, it's the title nobody's using. I don't think anybody's going to adapt the story. I'll just pick up the title and stick it on this original screenplay." So. so one of this is the title of an Ian Fleming work, but it's not the title of a James Bond movie. Correct. Has okay. not yet been used. Okay. The titles are Twice on Sunday, To Catch Your Death, Consequence of a Kiss, Crime in Memoriam, Silver Tongue, Salutations to Forever, The Property of a Lady, Trouble Suits You, Privy to Catastrophe, the Devil's Secondment, To All Four Corners, and Think of Danger, Think of Me. I'll go <laughs> to Consequence of a Kiss. Those one. You think that's the real one? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so a couple of these are really good. I'm just like, yeah, I could see that. I could see it. I don't know if there's there's some I'm like, that sounds maybe a little more like Sherlock Holmes. Mm. Um, there's some I have no idea what they are. Um, 
I'm going to go twice on Sunday. I got it. He got it. The real. The real James Bond story written by Ian Fleming is the property of a lady. Ah, okay. Uh, The first, the first goal, the first run that you did, I the property of a lady was my answer, without no, without really understanding what what the question was. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Let me double. Let me double check. That was, I mean, yes, I, I mean, of course I double checked. I know what's real. Um, yeah, The Property of the Lady is, I think, a short story he wrote that is like nobody has picked up that title yet. It's that and I think like the Hildebrand rarity. <laughs> There's like two titles nobody's used before. And every time a new Bond movie is rumored, the James Bond podcast I listen to is always like, are they going to pick one of those? They're right there. <laughs> I so yeah, um the Silver Tongue is a song by the band Young the Giant. Everything else I made up. Uh it was very fun to just let myself make up fake bond adventures. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh but thank you for indulging me in that. Ignacio Rojas, you are the champion. Yeah, we were wondering I had indeed the champion. I think we were uh, all very close. Yeah. Yes. Nine, nine, and it's, ten. It's not nine, nine, and a yeah, yeah, nine, nine, and ten. It's never been that close before. Yeah, uh, Ignacio, do you would you would you like to to thank uh, your family, your friends? Uh, I'd like to thank the academy. Of course, mm-hmm, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be anything without them. Uh, <laughs> my supporting cast, the crew that's working outside of the camera. Of course, mm-hmm. they they were always great, giving Fine me all the answers. And and all that stuff, and I'd like to thank, of course, uh, our great pancakes we have over here uh, <laughs> that are none like yours. And shout Ignacio, out, if you shout out to, to sweet popcorn, big shout out. If you popcorn. send me a recipe that is in American measurements, I'm oh, I will I, cook I, the recipe, but I won't recipe translate the math. I can give you a recipe that's very easy. It's okay. really just it's two two eggs, then <laughs> you pour in so flour and milk, flour and milk. But you you start pouring it to the point that it, you get a little bit of resistance, but not a lot of resistance. And then on top of uh-huh. that, you you do a cup of of sugar, then you mix out all that. Uh, that's that's everything. And then you just <laughs> throw it. That's in everything. A, in a, that's in a, pancakes. Yep, Mr. That in, uh, Mountain Dew doesn't pan- have real flavor. It just has sugar. Is like you gotta love our pancakes. There's a cup of sugar in there and yep. no other flavoring. Yep, <laughs> which is also exactly. how we make them over here. Basically, yeah. pancakes have sugar. <laughs> I I think hey, anyways. That does sound like a slightly higher sugar level than our pancakes have, but not enough yeah, that it's made. Yeah. I mean, I can give you a recipe, a recipe with the. Uh, with measurements but uh the one that has worked for me lately is yeah just pour milk and pour flour to the point where you you have a certain consistency where you do not get that much of a resistance and then once you go and uh, heat it up in a in a pan that it looks good yeah and then a cup of of, of, uh, sugar 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to truly make myself international pancakes. I'm going to Google different types of pancakes from around the world, Chile and elsewhere, and Pancake make them in cake. my own kitchen and truly no, and see. That's, that's my mom's recipe. Uh, there's no real recipe that you'll get over here. I'm going to share the... I'm gonna. Start, I'm gonna go to like Reader's Digest Chile and see like what what's what's Chile's test kitchen recommended. <laughs> I mean, if you want, some I'm gonna good go around Chilean the world. Food, I can give you some recipes. I no, I want the many. pancakes. Anyways, I, I need. I, I, I need said, to experience anyways, the difference between all these pancakes. Ignacio's victory with a Spider-Man dance party. So here we go. We never bring this out. Yes. Spider-Man dance party. Here what? We go. Yeah, Spider-Man's on screen. Twerking, <laughs> shaking, dancing. It's great. Wait, really? <laughs> oh yeah, all yes. over the screen, baby. Feel his <laughs> presence. <it>. Spider-Man's here. <laughs> Spider-Man was twerking all over your face, Ignacio. It was I'm great. I'm gonna pull out the Twitch. <laughs> Uh, Matt, I, I'm so mad that we didn't do that on our Spider-Verse spoiler cast. I was like, oh, we should have done one on there. It was great. But oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. Um, there you go. Ignacio is champion this year for our trivia night. I had a blast. That was a lot of fun. Um, but that is it for this week. So, Melissa. Where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. And if you enjoyed this, there are like three other trivia nights we've done. Uh, every late June for the last several years. I, it's a lot of fun doing these. I have a lot of fun writing questions. So Absolutely. there's more of this out there for you. Absolutely. Ignacio, where can the people find you? They can find me on Twitter at IgnacioRojasB. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. There you go. Uh, and if you guys would like to follow me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Plenty more videos right there over there on that side of the screen. If you're watching this on YouTube, go click on that. That would help us out a ton. Uh, but this has been number 242 of the Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.